to protect and serve. Adam could do that. First day on the job, and all seemed to go rather smoothly. What's the worst that could happen anyway? He rested against the wall and peered at the dozen or so people in the main room near the rusted metal door. The room was dim, with just one large center light shining from the ceiling, and smaller lights above the entrances to the six halls that fanned out from the main room. Even the halls had dim lights shining from the metal beams placed above strategically every six feet or so. No matter how many lights were on, they still managed to cast shadows and dark corners, making the environment feel a bit ominous at times. Some of the dozen people in the main room had just returned from eating their afternoon meal in the cafeteria. Others hung around reading white pamphlets with the infamous red R on the cover. So far, standing around people watching wasn't so bad. Several heavy footsteps suddenly echoed down the hall, marching in unison, making their way closer to where Adam stood keeping watch, or rather trying to look important in his dark blue two-piece uniform that was no different than the scrub-like clothes he wore just the day before. The only difference was the dark blue color and the word guard embroidered over the left breast. Four men in the same dark blue uniform appeared around the corner, their faces void of expression, their body language on guard and serious. In the center of them marched a trim, clean-shaven older man, his salt-and-pepper hair noticeable. He kept both arms locked behind his back, lengthening his spine and improving his posture. He nodded to the men and women as he passed them, most watched him nodding back, and others didn't seem to care. Adam couldn't help but notice the old man's demeanor, proud, authoritative, reassured. His clothing wasn't anything special, a large white tunic over dark gray pants, but it was his jewelry that stood out, the silver cross hanging around his neck embellished with dozens of tiny sparkling diamonds was unusual. Everyone had all their unnecessary belongings taken away, a price to pay for the medical treatment, food, and supplies given to them when first arriving. But this man was adorned with a beautiful piece of unnecessary jewelry. Adam couldn't eyeball it for long, because out of the corner of his eye he saw a dark mass moving quickly across the crowded room. Before he could focus on it, a large black object went flying through the air, striking the adorned man on the temple. The man kneeled, bringing his arms up around his head as defense, while the men surrounding him left him alone to capture the assailant before he could escape. During their struggle with the assailant, Adam got a better look at the guy. He was a tall, light-skinned man, wearing a dark suit and missing a fancy dress shoe. The man yelled above the sounds of the guards, demanding him to get on the floor. He's a fraud, a fucking fraud, one hundred and sixty thousand, you asshole. The men finally pinned him down, binding the man's hand behind his back with a thick plastic zip tie. 
Suddenly, a thin, dark-haired woman wielding a serrated steak knife appeared behind the adorned man. She let out a high-pitched howl as she raised the blade above her head. Adam hadn't realized he was already in action until he grabbed the woman's wrist and gave it a sharp twist, making her drop the knife. Then half of the guards took over and tackled her to the ground as well. Jesus, man, you saved me. The man's eyes were wide as he looked back and forth between the jagged blade on the rough-hewn, uneven concrete floor and Adam. Adam backed away, palms opened and raised before him, shaking his head. He didn't want to get involved, especially in something like assault and attempted murder and a man's accusation of fraud. It all sounded too heavy in the weeks immediately after a catastrophe. But the man was about to be stabbed. He couldn't just stand there and hope for the best. The people nearby rushed away while others came from the halls to take a closer look at the sudden commotion, packing the corridor.